You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today I've got a special guest. I've got the Director of Operations for the Western Region, Mark Biddlecombe. And Mark is out of the Sacramento office. And Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Great. Hey, the first thing uh, we're going to do here is we've been letting people do a little bit of background about themselves before you get into this whole, you know, introducing the Western region. So tell our audience a little bit about you and then kind of describe the Western region as a whole and the Sacramento office. All right. Well, I started off with Ducks Unlimited, gosh, it's been almost 25 years ago. And I was the Intermountain West biologist, and the Intermountain West biologist covered Idaho, Utah, Arizona, Nevada, a little bit of California. I was stationed here in the uh, Western Regional Office in California, but uh, Delta Airlines knew me really well because I was traveling the West quite constantly. Did a lot of projects up in the Snake River Plain, over in the Nevada area, uh, Lahontan Valley, and a lot around the Great Salt Lake. So. I got to travel around and see a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people don't get to see because I was out in these national wildlife refuges and wildlife areas and areas that not a lot of people get to to go to. That's cool. That's a very interesting area. And that's, you know, that's one thing that we kind of want to break down for audiences. You know, what states make up Ducks Unlimited's western region? So if you want to envision the map, we have the nine western states. And if you look at the map, Think of Idaho, Utah, and Arizona, and everything west. So it's Washington, Oregon, Nevada, California, uh, Alaska, and Hawaii. We haven't done a lot of project work up in Alaska. We do a lot of science uh, up there. 
And we've done some project work over in Hawaii, but not recently. Everywhere else, uh, we routinely do a lot of projects. Oh, that's a massive region. Uh, how many staff members are in the, the Western Region office? So we have about uh, 49 people that work throughout the West. We have the, the regional offices here in Sacramento. And then we have a field office over in the San Francisco Bay. And we have a field office in the Vancouver, uh, Washington area. Then we have a few uh, scattered uh, staff throughout the Intermountain, uh, some up in eastern Washington, a couple of guys out in Boise, um, one fellow up in uh, the Seattle area of Washington, in the uh, Oregon Closed Basin and uh, northeastern California. That's one thing we do a lot of, you know, Mississippi Flyway, Central Flyway. Um, we've been kind of focusing on the Atlantic a little bit, and now we're kind of moving out to the western region to bring to light a lot of the things that you guys do. And, and one thing that we talk about a lot from national headquarters, and I know you guys do, is California's Central Valley. I mean, this is a priority one conservation area for Ducks Unlimited. Um, can you kind of explain to our audience his, the historical significance of uh, California's Central Valley and then also just the importance of, you know, waterfowl populations or the importance for waterfowl populations in the Pacific Flyway. Yeah, well, it's it's hugely important for the Pacific Flyway, and I would argue for, you know, for the entire country. So the, the interesting thing about the Western region is it encompasses the entire Pacific Flyway. Some of the other regions don't quite catch the entire flyway, but we have the whole flyway. And the Central Valley is hugely important as a wintering ground. I mean, there's five to eight million waterfowl that use this annually. We have 60% of the waterfowl in the Pacific Flyway that winter in the, in the Central Valley. 50% um, of the pintails in North America, 100% of the Thule white-fronted geese, 100% of the Aleutian Canada geese. All told, we have, in duck use days, if you uh, know what that is, so a, a duck sitting on a, a wetland for one day is a duck use day. We have somewhere in the neighborhood of 360 million duck use days down in the Central Valley of California. So it's enormously important for Pacific Flyway uh, waterfowl. Yeah, and and I know that, you know, we see a bunch of this internally, but I know our audience probably doesn't get to, to see as much of it as we do. But like some of the very unique challenges that you guys have in the Central Valley, everything from, you know, uh, water restrictions, things like that, kind of explain some of the uh, issues that you guys deal with out there when doing conservation work. Well, water is king, right? This is the West, and there's really no place where water isn't uh, absolutely important. Eastern Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, I mean, you name it, water is kind of the, the number one priority, right? And it's not only important during drought times, but even in good times, because we have to maximize the use of that water. So a lot of the projects that we do, both in the Central Valley and elsewhere, is to maximize the efficient use of that water and maximize the amount of habitat, the amount of food that we can get out of those, per, you know, those acres. We've lost 95% of the wetlands in California. So we have to really make every last acre count. So a lot of what we do is to improve management capabilities, improve the delivery system, make sure that we can maximize the amount of food out there. A lot of these areas are moist soil, which means they're uh, spring irrigated, summer irrigated, and then flooded up in the fall, because obviously we're a big wintering area down here, and we have to set the table for all those ducks that are gonna show up. Literally, we go from you know very few ducks around to millions um, between October and March. So we have to make sure that we have all the available habitat out there that we possibly can. And it's a, it's a tough row to hoe sometimes, 
and there's a lot of conflicts. Water is just is king. And, you know, we have 40 million people in California and everybody wants their share, right? Everybody wants to take a shower and all that. And we have a huge ag industry. But interestingly enough, Ducks Unlimited is really keen on keeping ag working ag. The rice industry in California is enormously important for waterfowl. Up to 60% of the food resources that these ducks and geese are counting on, especially in the Sacramento Valley, which is the northern part of the Central Valley, up to 60% of that comes from rice fields. It would cost, uh, we estimate that it would cost $3 billion to replace the rice industry with wetlands, if that were even possible. I mean, it's not possible, but if it were, it would cost us $3 billion. And that's not including, you know, all the O&M, the, the management and the day-to-day upkeep and maintenance of everything. It's $3 billion just to build it. And that's just not feasible. So we have a great partnership with the, the rice industry, and we really do well working lockstep with them and making sure that we have water, not only water to grow rice, but a key too is also water to winter flood rice. Without winter flooding, rice fields are not uh, nearly as valuable to waterfowl. They are used by geese when they're dry, but most ducks don't really care for dry, uh, dry rice fields. They like them flooded up. So we have to make sure that they have water not only for growing rice, but also for winter flooding. And they winter flood primarily, the farmer's doing it primarily to get rid of the rice straw. It's a great way to help decompose the straw that's out in the fields. There's uh, in 19, I want to say about 97, they used to burn the straw and that was banned and they had to come up with an alternative method of getting rid of the rice straw. And we helped them develop rice rollers and, uh, developed the concept of winter flooding of rice, and it's been a win-win for everybody. Rice farmers and ducks both win. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlantSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. 
the work in the Western region as far on the policy side, I mean, I know you guys are dealing with, you know, you just mentioned like USA Rice and agriculture. You know, how does that uh, kind of the whole operation work in with policy, even on a national level with the Farm Bill and things like that? Yeah, Farm Bill is pretty important in certain areas like up in the Klamath Basin. We really – it's an interesting uh, um, situation up there. There's a lot of flood irrigated pasture land up there. We want to keep farmers farming up there. And flood irrigated pasture is particularly desirable for pintails in the springtime. We have, I think it's about 1.2 million pintails that utilize the closed basin and and the Klamath area uh, on their spring migration north. And what they're utilizing a lot of is this uh, flood irrigated pasture. And so we really want to keep those ranchers ranching. So Farm Bill can be very important on that. Another aspect that we do with policy down here in the Central Valley, uh, right now we're looking at mandates that have been uh, proposed by the State Water Resources Control Board for minimum flows down the Sacramento and the San Joaquin Rivers. And it's fairly complicated, but let's just suffice to say that if the mandates come out and they do everything that they're talking about doing, it would not be good for farmers and it wouldn't be good for waterfowl. So we're working very closely with the state and with farmers to come up with, um, they're called voluntary agreements. And these voluntary agreements will be used to not only uh, restore habitat, but also to manage farms in a sustainable manner. And what we're talking about here is uh, fish. So most of this is being driven by salmon. And salmon are on the endangered species list here in California. And these uh, in-stream flow mandates have come from the Water Resources Control Board in response to the dire straits that these fish are in. However, it's not all about just flow down the river. We also need floodplain habitat, and everybody's starting to recognize that. And, of course, you and I both know, Chris, ducks love floodplain habitat, too. When you flood up a floodplain next to a river, you have ducks all over it. So we're really hopeful that we can do a partnership, and we're working on this as we speak, with the trout or uh, with the salmon interests and looking at increasing the habitat that's out there, both for waterfowl and for fish. And again, kind of like the rice uh, situation, it would be a win-win for everybody. That's awesome. Because, and, and I just want to clarify to our audience, because the salmon um, a lot, that use those floodplains for breeding as well, correct? Or actually, it's where the larvae, the fry, grow up. Right. So if you think about a river that's got the levees on both sides, you know, it looks like a big canal. That's a fast-flowing river. It doesn't have a lot of sediment. It doesn't have a lot of, uh, of invertebrate food. And that's what those small little fish need. They also need protection from predators. And if you can flood up rice fields or you can flood up fl- floodplain habitat adjoining the river, that's what that provides. It provides all of that. And what's good for the waterfowl when you flood up uh, a rice field is also good for fish. So we're looking at where can we put fish out on the rice ground as well as flood up for waterfowl? Or can we just flush those fields and put food down the river? So it's it's a kind of a two-pronged approach. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. And I'm sure, you know, our, our members and audience, um, you know, that's probably, I know we've done some stuff in the magazine about that, but I'm sure, you know, it's eye-opening to hear DU. People always think of just a duck focus. When in reality, uh, like you're talking about, I mean, we're, we're working with salmon partners and, and, uh, and this is, is probably going to benefit more than just salmon and ducks as well. So that's, that's very cool. 
It is. I would just say, though, it is a duck focus. I mean, we're we're in this for the waterfowl and we're going to we're going to bring the rest of those species along, if you know what I mean. So we're we're still focused on waterfowl and what's important for waterfowl. And we're, we're out there trying to make it the best we can for waterfowl and save the fish as well. Not to not to get away from the fish, because that's fascinating. We could probably do a full podcast, a couple of them on that. Um, you know, one thing that some people may not realize is how fantastic the waterfowl hunting is in California, based on your numbers that you kind of uh, told us earlier. You know, there are tons of waterfowl, especially in that Central Valley. And one of the unique things about that is there's a lot of opportunities for public hunting on state and federal refuges in the Central Valley and, and elsewhere. Um, can you kind of detail how the Western Regional Office works with, uh, you know, our, our federal agency partners and state partners to do some work on these public areas? Oh, yeah. We, I, I would be willing to bet a fairly large amount of money that there's not a wildlife area or a national wildlife refuge out there that we haven't done a project on, at least those that are important for waterfowl. We partner with both the federal government, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, as well as California Department of Fish and Wildlife or other state agencies. And basically, our biologists go in, sit down with their biologists, and figure out how can we maximize this, you know, this particular unit or whatever. How can we maximize the amount of habitat that we get out of it? How can we minimize the amount of water it takes to maximize that habitat? Again, it's always, it's almost always about water and how we can, you know, optimize the control of that. Whether, to be honest, whether it's hunted or not isn't necessarily the main criteria, but we do a lot of work on hunted areas. You know, the Grey Lodge Wildlife Area, Mendota, there's all kinds of uh, areas that we've worked on that have hunting. So it's a, it's a real great partnership, and we do as much as we possibly can to keep the hunting tradition alive in California and throughout the West. It's very important to us out here. Yeah, and the, um, you know, you kind of mentioned Grey Lodge, and, and, and we had talked about this offline as kind of being a uh, potentially a, a separate podcast. We'll, you know, we'll come back to that and maybe we'll get one of the biologists on the ground, but kind of explain uh, the Grey Lodge. Where is, where is uh, this project and, and what does it entail? I know it's a massive grant and, and potentially one of the biggest that DU has dealt with. Yeah, so the, the project that we just kicked off, in fact, two weeks ago, we had a kickoff celebration that was attended by the Bureau of Reclamation and Department of Fish and Wildlife, California Department of Fish and Wildlife, um, uh, Wade Crowfoot, the Secretary of Natural Resources, was there, and, of course, Ducks Unlimited and Biggs West Gridley Water District. Um, those are the partners in this project. And, you know, I, I, I want to take a step back. This is a great example of policy and conservation working together. So back in 2014, we got a water bond passed in the state of California, and it designated $80 million for water projects in the state of California related to Central Valley Project Improvement uh, refuges. Suffice to say that there are certain refuges in wildlife areas that are mandated to get X number of acre feet of water on an annual basis. And there's level two, which is uh, flood up in the in the fall and winter. And then there's incremental level four, which is more about uh, irrigations in the summer to maximize the habitat values. And Gray Lodge is one of those Central Valley Project uh, refuges or wildlife areas. But due to uh, poor, well, not poor, but inadequate infrastructure, we haven't ever been able to get that water delivered to the wildlife area. So we've never been able to get this incremental level four. 
back in the 2014 when we got this water bond passed, 80 million was set aside, and we were successful working with Biggs West Greeley Water District to get a grant for 52 million to build out the water delivery system at Gray Lodge. Now, Gray Lodge is a 9,100-acre wildlife area owned by uh, California Department of Fish and Wildlife, and it can winter by itself. It'll hold over a million birds in the in the height of the uh, wintering uh, waterfowl that are here. Over a million birds, and so we really need to grow as much food there as we can, right? And that's what this project is all about. So it's a great example of conservation and fund or conservation and policy working together. And got that bond passed. We inserted some of that language in there that got that money available. And we applied for it with Biggs West Gridley. And now we're in the process of improving that water delivery system. And we're going to be able to get all that water that the wildlife area is due. So it's going to be really great for not only wildlife and the hunters that use wildlife area, Gray Lodge. Um, it's also good for farmers that are along this same system because we're improving the system to where it'll increase the capacity and the efficiency of the, of the whole thing. And that will improve things for rice farmers and other farmers as well as the wildlife area. So it's kind of a win-win-win. And, you know, the the celebration that happened a couple of weeks ago, it was interesting. Uh, Wade Crowfoot, the Secretary of Natural Resources, had not seen the fly-off. And what happens is every evening, the this million or so birds, they're in the closed zone. And what they do is fly out at night, go into the rice fields and whatnot, and then they'll come back, you know, during the morning hours. But it's a pretty tremendous thing to see is, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of ducks leaving this area. And it's, it's, I don't know where else to see something like that. I think it's probably one of the highest concentrations of waterfowl you can see in uh, certainly North America. It's pretty tremendous. And so this project is hugely important. Mark, man, I really appreciate this update. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, but we're definitely going to have you on again, uh, maybe monthly. We'll have you on to kind of give us a Western region update. Uh, sounds like you guys are doing some fantastic work out there and, and really uh, got everything going in the right direction for the Ducks. But thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. It's always good to talk about what we're doing out here. And I, the more we can get the word out, the more I like it. So anytime. I'd like to give a thanks to the Director of Operations for the Western Region, Mark Biddlecombe. Brought to light some fascinating stuff that Ducks Unlimited is doing with partners in the Western Region and, and by ourselves. If anyone's looking for more information on California and the projects Ducks Unlimited is doing out there, you can visit ducks.org slash California. Special thanks to Clay Baird, our producer, who does a fantastic job putting this show together. And thanks to you, the listener, for joining us on the, for the DU Podcast and supporting Wetlands Conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. 
Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. 